today I'm going to be talking to you about how you can stop letting the fear of being too much hold you back. We're talking about stepping into your experimental era, allowing yourself to express yourself and explore the different ways that maybe you've been fantasizing about showing up differently, dressing differently, doing things in new ways. But maybe you've had this little inkling worry of like, will I look fucking insane, basically? Will it be too much? Will people judge me? Will people be like, why Why is she doing this? Why is she stepping out in this way? Why is she changing things up? Whatever might come up for you. I feel this and I don't want to feel this. And I can probably, you know, take a wild guess that you might have felt this or be feeling some kind of way like this as well, where you have these ways that you feel like you are capable of moving in the world differently. Or you have this feeling, right, of when we think about what's my higher self or my next level self or the version of me that I see myself as in my mind's eye, the aspirations that you hold for yourself. And it's weird, right, because thinking about this, we you would think, oh, of course, we want to be that version of ourselves, that version of ourselves that we're like, she is the cool bitch doing the things that she wants to do. She's moving. She's making the moves that she wants to make. Of course, that's who we want to be. That's who we see in our mind's eye as the fullest evolution of ourselves that we can imagine right now. And yet, why don't we act that way? Why don't we show up in the world? Why don't we allow ourselves to move through our lives in the ways that we know we're capable of because sometimes it can feel like it's the difference between that future version of ourselves and who we are right now comes down to having something or being in a certain position or something external to us but as you know as I know through so many different experiences of you know wanting to manifest and create a certain thing in my life the reality of having it isn't the thing. It isn't ticking off the box. It's being like, now I am the person who went through the process to create that thing. And through the process of creating that, I changed. And the way I see, like the lens that I see the world kind of changes. And okay, the way it kind of works out for me, how I picture this a lens of how we see our, see the world and how we can shift this vision of ourselves through the world as we go through, you know, developing these different aspects of ourselves, if we go through taking up our space in different ways, it reminds me of, I don't know if any, anyone else has eye tests. I mean, it's pretty common, right? But if you've had an eye test and they put on these like huge machine, I remember when I used to go years ago and it used to like be fixed to my face, whereas now it seems to be like a little bit, the text upgraded and you kind of sit in the chair and they put all of these different lens in front of your eyes. And you're like, is this one better? Is this one better? And bit by bit, you adjust the lens until your vision's clear and you have the prescription that you need, right? And it's through all of these different, different iterations, these different tests, these little tweaks of each eye and what's going to work the best. And it takes trial and error to be able to find that out. There's not just a button that you can press on the computer. Maybe there is going to be in the future, but that's going to tell us what your perfect prescription is. You find out 
or the eye doctor finds out what our perfect prescription is by just trying a whole bunch of different lenses and slowly you will get to the clearer, sharper vision. And to extend this metaphor out even further, our vision changes. My vision over the years as I used to wear glasses and I didn't wear glasses and I need them again and my prescription changes, right? You have to continually go to the doctor and have new eye tests and see what is the vision right now? Where are we at right now? What are the best prescription for you right now that your eyes need right now? In case you can't see, pun intended, but in case you can't see where I'm going with this, we need to experiment with our own vision of our lives. We need to experiment with the different ways that we can show up and the different ways that we want to show up in the world in order for us to find the right prescription of lifestyle and expression for us right now. There's no way to fall onto it magically. You're not just going to wake up one day and know the answer. You're not just going to stumble onto the perfect prescription for your life. It's going to be so specific and the way that you find it out is through experimenting and trying all these different things and not being afraid of wearing the ridiculous apparatus that's going to help you get there. I'm going to stop this metaphor because it's very convoluted at this point, right? I've been having a lot of fun with social media and I'm very much in my experimental era with social media. And I've been talking about this on and off a little bit and sharing some different things. And you may have seen I am showing up online a little bit differently and letting myself try all of these different things that I've added to lists for months and maybe years and said, I'm going to do this thing one day and that would be really cool if I did that. And what if I made content on this platform? What could that look like? And I wasn't getting any closer to an answer, no matter how many lists I made, no matter how many things times I thought about it, I wasn't getting any closer to the answer. Over the past couple weeks, I have been allowing myself to really experiment, to try new things, to just make a shit ton of content, see what sticks, see what I enjoy making. And the progress has been so rapid. The, in terms of like engagement and results, absolutely, it's been incredible. Like the amount of amazing conversations I've been having, the amount of new people who have found me and, or, you know, getting my decks and getting into my world and all of that stuff, you know, that exists around being like an online creative, obsessed with that. But what I'm obsessed with even more than, I guess, growing my community as well is how good it feels. It feels so fun. I'm so energized around showing up and creating content and contributing something and even just in terms of having a place to put my energy and to put my ideas and think about things out loud and you may know that I created this podcast initially as a way for me to understand and articulate my ideas to write them into a book eventually which is now quite literally a book creatrix it's available read it if you haven't already and this feels like just a further extension of that. Me being open to talking and posting a video about an idea that I'm thinking of and sharing it and letting myself just put the reps in. I am getting closer and closer to showing up online in a way that feels 
more and more like myself. And I think I've always had the intention to show up like myself and to be my most expressed version. But that gets developed. We, our skill of being ourselves in a very unnatural way, which, you know, sharing content online, I was literally talking about this in a mentorship call this morning. It is so normal and natural to feel weird and maybe a little bit awkward and a little bit freaked out about the concept of filming yourself and sharing it on the internet with possibly millions, maybe billions of other people, right? That is a weird concept. And I think as much as we wanna be like, it's cool, it's fine, just make the thing, do the thing. Yes, that, but also I think acknowledging that it just is weird kind of takes the sting off it and kind of makes us cool down with the fact that it's okay if you feel a little bit nervous and you feel a bit a little bit awkward about taking up your space online and letting yourself be seen in different ways because this is a very new thing for humans to do. It's quite unnatural for us to be in front of even thousands of people, even hundreds of people, right? So if you are wanting to experiment, if you are wanting to show up online more and you're being, you feel like you're held back because you're feeling like it's fucking weird and you're scared about it, that is okay. Just acknowledge that you're actually allowed to feel like that. It's kind of maybe natural to feel like that, at least to some extent. And that doesn't have to be a reason to stop you. And so I've really been exploring different ways that I want to speak and express myself online. And I think it's really beautiful kind of aspect to creating things and sharing them online is that you get to witness your own progress. And I'm a big advocate for sharing something. I really see sharing your art and the things that you create and your message as like a crucial part of the creative process because I really see art as communication. We're making things because we want to share something, an aspect of us with other people. And if we don't share that, then we're not able to communicate. We're stopping ourselves just short of really finishing something. So for me, because I know a huge reason of why I create things is because I want to be able to communicate with people in a different kind of way. I know it's so helpful for me to build this skill of sharing and developing my ability to share as myself. And it really makes me excited because I know all I have to do is continue sharing, continue experimenting and playing with different ways that I can show up online, that I can express myself, that I can be creative. And that allows me, every single thing I make gets closer and closer to a more quote unquote authentic expression of myself. And it's not because I've been unauthentic. And I think this can come up often when people, if you're just starting like filming yourself and talking to a camera or recording something or sharing your thoughts and feelings online, it can feel a little unnatural because it's just a, a skill to develop to be able to express yourself with as little filters as possible or in the very direct way that you want to when you're speaking in a way that maybe you haven't before. And so over the years, I can really see how I've just got more comfortable, how I've allowed myself to know myself more through creating and sharing things. And 
Yeah, this was something that came up for me. I think I've spoken about this on a podcast episode before. I definitely have because this was like my biggest takeaway from the Creatrix retreat that I hosted a few months ago. My own personal takeaway from it was how realizing just how much I had let this like sneaky little insidious idea that I can't be too much, that I shouldn't be too much, that I have to tone myself down, that I have to make myself a little bit more digestible and I can be a little bit weird or a little bit extreme, but I should really try and like fit in for a lack of a better expression. And I thought I was the exact opposite of that. And so it's really interesting when you're able to go through these experiences where you're paying attention to yourself very closely and you see these patterns of behavior or thought processes and different ways that you've been limiting yourself. And I don't think there's ever gonna be a time where I'm like, okay, I've completed it. Like I'm a fully expressed person with nothing else to heal and no secret little thoughts that have been keeping me small to uncover. I think it's just a natural part of humanness, right? To like continually find these things and be able to find new areas to expand. That's what makes life exciting. That's what evolution and expression is about. Finding the different ways that we can be more of ourselves, be more expressive. And so on the creatrix retreat, this kind of came through really like loud and clear to me out how I think I was just seeing the things that I want to create and how long I've had these aspirations for ways that I want to be, ways I want to show up, things that I want to do. And for no, there was no other reason for me not moving in that way already, apart from feeling like I have to play a little bit smaller, feeling like I have to, you know, not be too much, not post too much, not be too over the top, be following the trajectory of how I guess we we discern that things should be done. And I know this is audio only, but I'm doing a lot of air quotes right now because obviously there's no way things should be done. There's no way things can be too much. It's all up to you. My blind is tap tap tapping so i'm sorry if you can hear that we're gonna stop it okay (laughs) in psychology a really great way to combat something a fear or a way of thinking a great way to remedy it and be like i am feeling and behaving in this certain way and i don't want to anymore a really efficient and effective strategy is exposure therapy. To go so hard in the opposite direction that you shock yourself out of that old way of thinking and behaving in like record time. So for what I am doing through this, you know, uncovering this fear of being too much, is I told myself, well, you better be too much then. If you are letting this fear of being too much hold you back and restrict you, the only way to counter that, or the most effective way to counter that, is create and share without any bounds, without worrying, or maybe with worrying, but still fucking doing it anyway. Because there's definitely been things that I've been posting and definitely, I think, more frequency of posting where I'm like, is this too much? Is this going to be annoying? All of those old ideas that come up. And I'm like, well, this is an opportunity for me to fucking kill 
that fear of being too much and let myself be expressive because this is what it comes down to, right? If you want to be really expressive, if we want to be freely expressive, which I believe is how we make it as easy and impactful to create our best art when we let it literally flow out of us, when we let the words flow out of us, when we let the ideas be as true in real life as they are in our brain without us filtering things and being like, are people gonna like this? Is this too suggestive? Is this gonna be, I don't know, too extreme? That is all gonna be filters that water down the art and the message that you're creating. And instead, I know I wanna be like, so fucking free and direct and powerful with my creating and with my expressing that I have an idea, that I have a thought and I'm able to allow it to flow out of me. Because when you do that, when you let things flow freely, it is so easy to be prolific. It's so easy to make lots of things because you're not wasting energy on nitpicking everything, of analyzing everything before you do it. You are simply expressing and moving through life. And to me, that's what really living as a creative, living as a creatrix is, right? Letting things flow out of me the way they come, the way they are, being my fully expressed self. So I've been doing this kind of experiment with myself. I've letting myself explore these different ideas, let me let myself share in different ways. And there's so many more ways to come that I've been working on, you know, behind the scenes. But I feel really excited and really proud of myself for letting myself shift things up. And something that's, you know, Sometimes it can feel like, because I've been doing this for a few years, almost like I should have it figured out. Like I should have my strategy figured out. But I think that thinking like that was really fucking boring to me and really, really limiting. And I think as soon as I let myself be experimental and tell myself this is my experimental error, this is, I mean, I say experimental error, I literally like, this is my plan forever and always. to always be reiterating, always developing things. But I think understanding that, giving myself the freedom, right? To be experimental allowed me to just go all in with it. Allowed me to not follow the plans or the way that I've been doing things before and look at things with fresh eyes, look at things of, well, what do I wanna be doing? What kind of business do I wanna be running? How do I wanna be seen? How do I wanna show up? And giving myself full freedom, regardless of what I've done before, to start doing that. And it's been an absolute ball. As I said, more excited about social media than I think I ever, ever have been, which is insane because I am absolutely obsessed with social media. I love the fact that we get to create things and share them with people online and you'll find people who like the same kind of things and see the world in the same kind of way or are interested in your ideas. Like it's my favorite. I am obsessed with the internet. I've been obsessed with the internet since I had like Pixo websites when I was like 12. Always been obsessed with it, right? So I think going back to that place of letting myself be the experimental kid and letting myself try all the things and not getting stuck in the dogma 
maybe, is that the right word? The dogma of my own identity and the limitations that I put on myself and the limitations I have as stories in my mind around what you should be doing and what's too much and what's not enough and all of those things. This has been like the longest introduction to an episode ever, but I actually really like having these chit chatty kind of episodes with you and it, this in itself this style of doing the podcast is something that I want to experiment with and have wanted to experiment with. So I hope you like it. Let me know if you like the chit chai style. I have an episode going live on Coven Radio this week, which is the private podcast for members of the Creatrix Coven. And I'm sharing in it more of the behind the scenes strategy of how I'm experimenting with social media, what my plan is, what my um, schedule of sorts is and what my goals are, like what I plan to get out of it and what I've been researching and how I, like why I'm building this certain strategy and how I'm using it as a way to experiment, but also as a way to somewhat pivot my business or pivot my way of showing up more than anything and i'm really excited to share it because it's like juicy stuff so if you want to get in on that join the creatrix coven and you'll have access to that and all the other episodes and just everything that's inside the creatrix coven which is insane we also have um i have our new schedule for october we have two lives every single month um this month they're going to be on the 9th of october on the 23rd and we have a co-creatrix session first up. So we get on a call, I give you an assignment, I give you a little project, and then we take 20 minutes and we work on the thing, we create the thing individually. And then at the end, we come back together and share with the group and talk about it, talk about what came up, talk about other people's things, what came up for them. It's really gorgeous. I think having a space to conversate with other creatives is so powerful and you know there's so many of us who want to prioritize creativity and I get that it can feel kind of daunting or you don't really know where to begin and that's why I really love having these sessions because even if that's the only you know planned out creative session that you have in a month it it's so much like it does so much having this determined time and space where you are planning to sit down and create something and explore your own expression huge things come from that and that's really why I've prioritized that as part of the creatrix coven because I know it can do big big things we also have our group group mentorship call which is where we get together and you can tell me about the things you're creating. You can tell me about your projects. You can tell me about your dreams and I can give you advice. I can tell you the things that I know. You can speak with other people on the call as well. There's always like, I love when an, a creatrix is giving advice to another creatrix and I'm just there like smiling like the goofy little, I don't know, class mother or whatever it is. <laughs> Join us in the creatrix coven is my point. Okay, I have a card from my Cosmic Brilliance deck that I want to share with you because it really speaks into this theme of no longer playing small 
and actually letting yourself take up your space. So if you don't know, the Cosmic Brilliance deck, which is the deck I created specifically as a means, as a tool to allow you to explore what it is that makes you unique, what it is, the cosmic brilliance, right? The fact that you're made out of fucking stardust. There is no one like you. There never will be another person like you. And that simple fact alone means that you are capable of creating art that nobody else ever possibly could in the whole history, the whole future of humankind. That blows my mind. And I'm obsessed with this. I'm obsessed with bringing this kind of energy and understanding of yourself out in other people. So I had to make a deck that is basically filled with different prompts and different messages and mantras that allow you to bring it out of yourself, to get connected with what makes you, you, what is your superpowers? What is your style and the different individual flavors that you bring to the world? Um, on the back of the deck, it literally says atoms collided to create you. There is nothing to doubt. There is nothing to wait for. Your art is laid waiting within you, ready to make some really groovy shit happen. So every card in the deck is a tool, an opportunity for you to get closer to yourself, to get clearer on your perspective so you can make that groovy shit happen. But the card that I think really relates to this theme of being experimental, of really showing up in a bigger way is this card. Be yourself, but even harder. And I'm going to read you the message from the Cosmic Brilliance guidebook. It says... Becoming yourself is some of the most fun you'll ever have. This is your opportunity to double down on what turns you on and completely disregard everything that doesn't. Play with exaggerating the aspects of your personality that you love the most. Imagine one of those caricature artists drew you, but it wasn't only your face. Illustrate your soul, your interests, your tastes. Conjure up that image and try on the costume and the action step that I have for this because you know I love an action step you know I love it when we take action when we don't just have an idea for something we want to do but we do something about it we make it real so the action self to be yourself even harder is to cosplay as yourself for a day to take the features of yourself whether that's an outfit or whether that's accentuating aspects of your personality and things that you do, how can you make that even bigger for one day? Just try it on. If you're like, I am somebody who pulls tarot cards. What would it look like if you pull tarot cards all day? What could you create from that space? What, what new ideas could come up if you let yourself go harder at the things that you love, the things that are key aspects of your personality? That's where I think we get to really get to know ourselves and express ourselves and create something that is truly unique. Because this fear of being too much is total fucking bullshit because I know for a fact the way that we become impactful individual artists who have something so specific is through being too much through being a caricature of yourself if you look at all of the most influential creatives they are people who are so themselves who are like themselves 
on Max, who couldn't be mistaken for anybody else because they have such clear and distinctive features to themselves, to their personality, to the way that they dress, the way they speak, the way they move through the world. So actually, it is in being too much that we reveal the essence of ourselves, like the trueness of your identity is in the ways that you can be extreme, the way that you can be yourself even harder. So what I want you to take away from this is take this action step, cosplay as yourself, let me know what comes up with that. But think about this, right? How are you playing small? I think for me, a lot of the times when I think about playing small, it's almost like I have this idea of external sources that are making me feel like I have to play small or like I need to not be too much because it will make other people uncomfortable. And I think some of that can be true, but it's kind of like it gets into this weird victim energy of blaming other people for the way that I'm behaving. When in reality, none of, even if somebody is, you know, whatever, being weird about it, being weird about the way that I show up, right? I don't have to let that bother me. I don't have to let somebody else's judgment change my behavior. And if I do let somebody else's judgment change my behavior, that's my responsibility. That's still on me. That can't be on the other person because I'm never going to be in control of how other people may or may not judge me. I'm never even going to really know how other people may or may not judge me. The only thing that we are in control of is our own actions, our own thoughts, our own behaviors, right? So how can you take the power back here of instead of thinking, I've been playing small because of these people outside of me, because of the way that society is outside of me. How can you take your power back here and be like, dude, I've been playing small because I am afraid of being too much, because I am afraid of what will happen if I do all the things that I want to do. And let yourself actually get to the bottom of it. Let yourself be like, is that something that I want to keep? Is that a thought? Is that an idea that I want to keep allowing to run the show? Hell to the no. Stop playing small. Stop playing small to yourself. It's it's very silly. I'm talking to myself here, clearly. And when we think about this idea of too much, something that became clearer and is becoming clearer and clearer to me is that a way that I feel like I can be too much or maybe not, maybe too much isn't the word, but confusing, just not... It's like to have... There's this idea, right? And I think we're really growing out of it, which I love. But I think there's been this kind of misconception in social media of like, if you're going to be a person who takes up their space, you have to take up a very specific space. And you have to do that like clockwork over and over again. And that's how you find success. That hasn't been the truth for me historically, but there's still part of me that holds on to that idea. And so what can come up for me is this idea of consistency and this idea that to be just the right amount, to be Goldilocks about it, I should have a schedule and I should stick to that schedule and I should be something that people can almost anticipate 
my actions. And as soon as like me speaking out right now, I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. I really don't think that that makes for an impactful brand online or personality, or I don't care if the creators that I love are consistent. But it's this really insidious thought, right? That we have to be that way. We have to be consistent. And so when I was, you know, assessing these ways that where is the fear of being too much showing up for me? It was coming up around this idea of consistency or rather inconsistency because I am not consistent. I don't create on a consistent schedule. I couldn't tell you my upload schedule. I couldn't tell you my launch schedule. I create things in the way that they come out and it works for me and it feels like a consistency to me behind the scenes, but I'm kind of like, not interested in even building the facade of it being a consistency publicly. And so kind of navigating my way around that of being like, okay, well, how do I make this work? Or how do I change my understanding of this? Because it's not helpful, right? So the way I see it is that I thought being all or nothing was too much in the sense of if I didn't post much last week, I can't just come online and then post 50,000 things. Even though I know my energy of like when I share something, when I've just made it or when I'm in the process of doing something, the the way it feels to share it from that place and the responses that I get and the conversations that I have around it are so much more potent and interesting compared to if I make a lot of things, but then I restrict myself back from sharing them. And I even like batch create things or schedule things. It doesn't feel as potent. It doesn't feel as exciting when I'm sharing something a week or two weeks later, when I'm just not in the energy of that space right now. But I was like, well, how could it make sense? How could it make sense for me to share all of this stuff and then not really share much and then create all of this stuff again? That is that was in the category of my mind of like, that is being too much, Gabby. You're not making yourself easily digestible. You're being chaotic on the internet again. Story of my life. This is what I've been working through. and This is how I understand it now. Inconsistency in the short term is kind of like, I don't know if, it, if it's how most people work, but it's definitely how I work. I can be all in one week and the next week I can be full-blown goblin mode. That's just the truth of it. And I don't think fighting against that or trying to force myself to be another way is going to be effective or it's not even what I want. I like my goblin mode, okay? I like being like, it's ridiculous because, you know, I'm like one week I love being perceived and I want to do all the things and I want to fucking spotlight on me. And then another week I'm like, no, no eyeballs, full goblin mode. We're not talking to the world in the most direct way. I'm still going to be online because we're perpetually online. So inconsistency in the short term, okay. But big moves in the long term. I think if we're worrying too much of like, was I consistent today? Was I consistent this week? we're not focusing on the bigger picture. And I don't think the way that I consume different people's content and the way that I consume or like get obsessed with someone online basically and wanna have like all the things that they do and listen to all the things that they create, I'm not paying attention necessarily to like, 
well, their podcast drops at 9am on a Monday morning. I'm just like ready when it becomes live. And I'm like, I will listen to that thing right now. So I think we can waste a lot of energy is my point here on trying to be consistent in the short term. Whereas instead, I think for me, at least, it's so much more freeing and energizing to let myself create all in on the energy, like be all in on the energy that I happen to be at any present time. And that means I'm giving myself permission to be entirely too much. And I'm allowing that, I guess, to become my brand. But then it also means that because I'm not worrying about like, well, how did this week compare to last week? I'm thinking on a much bigger scale. I'm thinking about what has this quarter been like? What has this year been like? What has these five years been like? What am I creating over a decade of time? And that means I'm positioning myself to make like actually big moves because when it comes down to it, my, I don't really want to say legacy because I mean, that's just not something that I prioritize. I think we just make stuff and we get to enjoy the fact of making it while we're alive. Um, But I think my, you know, the best things that I create aren't actually going to be my content. It's going to be the the bigger projects, the bigger things or the bigger body of work, not the individual things. So when I allow myself to focus on this long term, I can start building my strategies for how I want to use social media, how I want to show up, the things that I want to explore through my content creation and let that be something that's leading to a bigger plan and a long term strategy for what I want to be creating. And in that, I don't give a shit about being too much. I'm like, I'm. of course I'm going to be too much because I'm creating the things that I'm obsessed with. I'm getting myself to a destination that I am so eager and also so patient to get to. And that kind of like lens shift of like consistency in long term completely allows for inconsistency in short term. Just feels very freeing to me. And I know there's a lot of girlies in my world who also feel like, consistency is this buzzword that grates you. Hopefully that was a a different kind of perspective that helps you just like release the fucking burden from your shoulders of being like, oh my God, I didn't post however many times this week. Does that mean my whole fucking business is going to burn to the ground? No, it's not. Okay, people are not microscopically viewing the things that you create in the way that you show up. As long as you are consistently making moves towards building the world online, to building the business, to building the art, people are paying attention and people will continue to pay attention. My last little point that I wanted to share here is we don't know shit until we let ourselves try. And this really comes back to what I was talking about at the top of this episode around having all of these different ideas for things that we want to do. I am the king of writing lists and scribbling things and having like the notes app on my phone filled. Wouldn't be able to find anything in there with ease, but it's all in there. All of the ideas are in there, like a big old jumble. All my notebooks are filled with all of these things that I want to create. And sometimes I notice, I'm like, I've been talking to myself about this idea for so long. 
I've been thinking about making that thing or this thing or trying that out for so long. And wouldn't it just be more effective if I just fucking tried it? If I gave it a go? Because we don't know if we will even like the thing. We don't even know if it will make sense, if it will suit us, if it will be something we want to keep doing. So the quicker you can be to experimenting through taking action, trying out an idea, trying out a concept then the quicker you're going to be able to uncover if that's something you do want to pursue or if it's something that you're like, nope, back to the drawing board, let's try out a different idea. And also, you will get better, you will improve rapidly when you are taking action and only when you are taking action. When things live only as ideas in your head or in your notebooks, no progress is being made. You're not able to develop your skills and your perspective that way. It's only through trying things out. And this should give you a lot of freedom in being like, well, fuck, am I just going to try out a thousand different ideas and then I'm just at square one every time? No, no, no. Because through trying out all of those different things, you have been developing skills. You've been developing your perspective through the process. So you have to prioritize experimenting, prioritize taking action, do the things, stop letting things just be ideas, let yourself show up in the biggest ways that you possibly can, let yourself take a fucking back seat when you want to go goblin mode and just veg out, and don't be afraid of being all in and being all out, don't be afraid that you have to follow these rules of showing up and being in the world, let yourself be experimental, let yourself be too much, I think that's the that's the energy of the creative, right? That's what's so attractive about artists, of being unpredictable. So why can't we lean into that? Why can't we let ourselves enjoy that? This is everything I wanted to share today. I also wanted to let you know, actually, I have mentorship spots open for this month. So if you would like to book a one-on-one -on -one session with me, a one-off session, or I have 30 day intensives, then I will put the links in the description. I'm so excited. I've been loving having more mentorship calls with people and being able to talk to you about your projects and, and map out strategies for you, for how you're going to launch a thing, what your social media is going to be, all of these things that I'm obsessed with, right? Setting up your shop, being showing up in the world as the fucking creatrix that you are, all of that stuff. So if you would like me in your corner to give you feedback, to give you advice, to literally share all of the things that I've learned over, I don't know, the past five years of doing this thing, then book a session with me, book a 30 day intensive, and we will go all the way in. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can be, do, and have anything and everything you desire. I will speak to you in the next one. Bye.